The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory, Glory to you. Oh Lord. The shepherds hurried away to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. When they saw the child, they repeated what they had been told about him. And everyone who heard it was astonished at what the shepherds had to say. As for Mary, she treasured all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds went back, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was exactly as they had been told. When the eighth day came and the child was to be circumcised, they gave him the name Jesus, the name the angel had given him before his conception. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So today being the 1st of January, it's probably a token necessity to talk about new year's resolutions you know we've all got them (laughs) we've all made them um i was i I can proudly say even though it was a pretty pathetic training session i had something of a training session this morning got out and and did some push-ups and sit-ups and didn't quite go for a run but but the ball needs to start rolling doesn't it otherwise another year is going to go by and i'm going to look the same if not worse (laughs) um we're always works in progress you know and time keeps moving but The Feast of the Mother of God is not simply, here we are again. In fact, nothing liturgical is, oh, look, we've made the full circle again. (laughs) The the earth's gone around. No, that is not what our liturgy is. And I've said this many, many times. The liturgy is a kind of spiral that digs down, down, down into mysteries. Mysteries. Mysteries of our faith. I've said this before, so forgive me if you heard it. But a mystery is not, like my dad's here, we we used to love watching um, Columbo. A mystery in the faith sense is not a murder mystery and you're following the clues and you find the bad guy. No. Um, A mystery is not a way out of an experience of whatever exactly it is we're we're, examining. So, oh, that's a mystery. I'm just going to stay here on the the outside. No, it's not that either. Um, A mystery for us in the faith, think of like an infinitely deep well. Okay, a deep, deep, deep well. You can put the bucket in, Five meters and you get something. You put it in 50 meters, you get something a lot richer. You put it in 5,000 meters, you get something a lot richer. This is what we mean by mystery. It takes time to put your bucket down there. That's why we make the rounds again and again, because we're tunneling into mysteries. What's the chief mystery of Christmas? It's this, the incarnation. This is an icon that I picked up in Bethlehem Square from a little line of Christian shops there. Um, the Christian population in Bethlehem is very small. It's 1%. Okay, so in 20, 30 years, it's very likely that there won't be anyone to run those shops or, or, or tell the stories, which is scary when you think about it because that's the land itself where this, this story took place. So in a sense, we have to shepherd something from afar by virtue of our faith. Anyway, this is an icon. And, and if you know anything about icons, this is not a painting. You know, we don't say you paint an icon. We say you write an icon when you make it, even though it's obviously painted, because you don't just look at it like a painting, you read it. You read all the different symbols that are at work. And everyone's in there. There's the angels. There's the angel talking to that shepherd. There's the sheep. There's some young fella caring for the sheep. There's Mary and the, and the cattle and Jesus in the manger. A manger, of course, is not a crib. It's a place where animals eat. All of this is symbolic of, of what Jesus is doing for us. Here's a curious thing. I don't know who that is. I should have asked the, the, the shopkeeper. But this is Joseph 
And I said to the, to the guy, who's that? And he said, that's the devil, that's the enemy, sowing doubt in Joseph's mind, making him worried and concerned, not sure what's happening with Mary, not sure whether he should be a part of it. And he's there sort of puzzling over it until, until an angel comes and says, no, I desire that you would be there as well. Um, please have a look at that if you get a chance before we leave today. Um, this is the mystery. And if this is your 10th Christmas, 5th Christmas, I don't know how old you are, 50th Christmas, 80th Christmas, the implication is how deep have you drilled into this mystery? You can't let it just blip by like another date on your calendar. It would be a tragedy. It would be something far worse than, than failing on a New Year's resolution. So let's, let's plunge into this mystery here. Now, by virtue of the liturgy, once again, we've heard readings that I think, that certainly I didn't expect them. What would you expect at, at a new year to, to hear? Or for the Feast of the Mother of God? You know, this is Mary. So you'd think there's umpteen dozen women figures in the scriptures that the, the church could look back to, like Ruth or Hannah or, or Eve or any of these people. There is no woman in that first reading. Um, it's the book of Numbers. Usually when people try and read the Bible from start to finish, they stop at numbers because it's so dry. It, it's exactly what it says it is. It's numbers. <laughs> Lots of families. This family, this family, this family, this family. Boring, if you don't know what it means. It's like very easy to tap out and say, yeah, I can't really read this. I'm going to skip to the gospel. I'm going to skip to something that actually uh, um, you know, enlivens my imagination a little bit. We hear from numbers. Short readings. What's that book? Short readings. Listen to this. Now, I think this is, um, is good for us to know because this is what we call the Aaronic blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord let his face shine on you. We've heard this. We actually use it a lot. And if you might have heard it sung in the Irish blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. We, we use it a lot, right? Well, this is an ancient blessing. And God says, this is how they, who's they? The priestly class in Israel. So Israel by now is a little nation, a little tribe. Um, and one of, the, one of the tribes is a priestly people. They're called to be a mediator for the rest of them. You know, a priest has to come from the people he's mediating for. Otherwise, he doesn't build a bridge. So if Israel needs a priest, they need the priest to be an Israelite. And he is. He's a, he's a Levite. He's from Aaron's family. Jesus, if he's meant to be our priest, he has to come from our stock. So he can't be fully divine only. He doesn't bridge any gap then, but he comes from us. In fact, his priesthood, as, as interesting as this is, his priesthood comes not from God primarily, it comes from Mary, because it comes out of his humanity. I bought my sister-in-law this icon. Um, I don't know if this is what it means, but I think it's what it means because of what I just said. There's Mary in the middle, and there's the child Jesus underneath her, and there's all these angels surrounding her. And Mary's giving Jesus, the child Jesus, this little stole. She's giving him his priesthood because it's by virtue of her humanity that he, he can even do that for us. Um, tremendous. Anyway, so the priests are to pray this blessing over the people. I, I said to the people last night in, um, in town, sometimes the scripture repeats itself and it's almost comical when it does it because you think, I could have found a more succinct way to say that. You basically just said the same thing three times. As usual with God, it's not that he's run out of ideas or he's repeating himself or he forgot he said it. He's calling us to look and look again, to, to drill into the mystery. 
the, the literal sense of the word respect it comes from respectare, spectare, to see, like spectacles, re-spectare, look, and then afforded a second look, because none of us can take it all in at once. So listen to this, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord let his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord uncover his face to you and bring you peace. If this is the ancient blessing that God gives his people, and he says, this is how they're called down, this is how they're to call down my name, and I will bless them. Just think about the strange Trinitarian shape of this prayer, which is unexpected. It's unexpected. You know, sometimes nowadays people say to us Christians, don't read the New Testament into the Old Testament. Don't kind of inject Jesus there because the Jews didn't believe in a trinity. Well, I don't think we're doing anything too extravagant by simply reading the text. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord let his face shine on you. May the Lord uncover his face to you. One Lord, and yet, for whatever reason, he appears to be invoked twice. And this doesn't just happen here. It happens a lot. It happens a lot. Can I ask, what would be a better prayer intention for us at the start of a new year, at the start of a new season, at the start of a new attempt to drill one, one layer deeper into these beautiful mysteries we have? What would be a better prayer intention for us than for the Lord, the Father, to bless us in the fullest sense, the Father's blessing, to keep us? What would be a better intention than for the Lord, who is Jesus, to let his face shine on us. And think of the words of Jesus. He says, I'm the image of the unseen God. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Who is it? Philip who says to him, show us the Father and we'll be satisfied. Philip, have I been with you this long and you still don't recognize me? I am the Father. I am. I've withheld nothing from you. For Jesus to reveal his face is to see the face of the Father. And then, Think of Jesus' words before his passion and after his passion when he rose. He said, I will give my spirit to you. He will lead you into all truth. And when they're in the upper room and they're all afraid and they can't even go on mission, they're just waiting basically for who knows what. And Jesus comes in a locked door and he says, peace. He breathes on them. That's the spirit. May the Lord uncover his face to you and bring you peace. This ironic blessing is like a tiny little blueprint of the gospel story in our lives. Isn't it wonderful? I think it's amazing. So in a moment I'm going to bless us with this. But I want to say one last tiny thing if I can. And the psalm illuminates it for us. I didn't say this last night. You think to yourself, what's, what's the point of this blessing? You know, Why do we want God's blessing? When God blesses us, there's always a kind of... Um, I guess mission attached to it. It's an obligation in, in the best possible sense. It's not like God's just given us work. But but God gives us stuff to share. Um, God, God's very nature is to be outpoured. We have a word for this, it's kenosis. When something is emptied of itself. So God does that, that's what the Trinity does. But then God calls us to do it. Not to continue to fill our own pockets, but to somehow be full of God so that we just keep gushing, you know? Um, listen to the, the opening and closing words of that psalm that Jim sang for us. God, be gracious and bless us, and let his face shed its light upon us. Okay, it's a, a reiteration of that blessing. So will your ways be known upon earth, and all nations learn your saving help. 
See, we gather here not just for our sake. We gather here to somehow affect the world out there, the community, the nation, even all of creation. Somehow, something is happening to us that has a, a um, what do you call it, like a cascading effect, a responsibility for mission. Not to hide in the upper room, but to be breathed on and then to go and breathe on the entire world. Let the peoples praise you, O God, the psalm closes. Let all the peoples praise you. You know, we've heard in that reading from Acts, was it Acts? Um, no, Galatians. That this is for everyone. Jesus has come not for a select few. His passion is enough to redeem everyone and more. Um, let all the nations praise you, without exception. May God still give us his blessing until the ends of the earth revere him. In many ways, we've barely scratched the surface of this mission, haven't we? So let's take a deep, deep breath.